0: All right, so one of the big topics in the political discourse this week is, is cisgender a slur? As ridiculous as that might sound, we will be covering it here on The Left Wing. I'm John Cooper from CounterPoint Politics here with my co-host, Desmond Price. Um, Desmond, so here is the skinny and short of it. Um, Last week, yeah, last week, Elon Musk tweeted that cisgender, cis, is going to be considered a slur, you know, the free speech advocate, free speech purist Elon Musk. um, He's going to consider cis a slur on Twitter, but not trans. And that doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm going to give the conservative argument for this um, because I know that you haven't been steeped as much in this, but essentially what conservatives are saying is that cis is a slur because trans people, you know, that's their word. They, they made this word and, and and so it can't be a slur. But cis, well, this was forced upon cis people. They, they they didn't, you know, have a choice in this and they take offense to it, and so it should be considered a slur. Now, there are obviously a lot of you know logical holes in that argument, but I want to get kind of your reaction to this entire discourse. What what do you think of this subject?
1: Uh, well, it, it's interesting. I I think, you know, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I think, you know, shortly after Elon took over uh, being the head of Twitter, that usage of the N-word went up dramatically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously, you know, free speech advocate didn't see a problem with that, uh, but felt the need to, as the head of Twitter, come down and publicly state like, as a reply to somebody's comments I I, I saw, uh, to weigh in and kind of make this decision unilaterally in the moment. When I first came across this story, it, it was one of those things where I, I didn't really want to engage with it at first because, you know, I, I think if you're if you're an Elon fan, then everything that he does, you know, he just walks on water. You have no grievances with anything that he does, and everything, every decision he makes is like, you know, top tier genius level, like you know, eight degree dynamic or like mental d- dynamics, anyway. I didn't want to engage with this story. It just felt ridiculous. I I thought it was just gonna be a throwaway. I was hoping it wouldn't be something that would kind of take over and be like topic that we'd be talking about for days to come. But yet here we are. And I, I just don't even know what the possible logic would be for those who are actually trying to be serious about this. It just feels like another attempt to further you know, attack trans people, because if you're saying that cisgender is a slur, it's also trying to like inherently say that being trans is somehow a bad thing again, which they're constantly saying anyway. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to the fundamental, you know, and, and I'm going to,
0: uh, you know, play my armchair psychologist uh, position here and try and get in the brain of someone who, you know, takes this as a slur. And one, I don't think they actually think that they are offended by the term cis. I think they hear it and they hear that, they aren't normal. They hear that, like, they want to just be called normal. They want, to, like, I'm a man, I'm a woman. And clearly that doesn't work when you are, you know, talk. it might work if you aren't referring to the differences between cis and trans, right? But to them, they think that of trans woman isn't a woman. And so the, they, they put the trans modifier on in order to other it. And if you're putting a modifier on cis woman, cis man, well, now you're othering them. They are unable, like I don't know if they're unable or refuse to see or just like don't give a shit that by that definition, it you are now hurting trans people by calling them trans women. (laughs) Like you, you, they are othering them, and that is like to me the shocking thing about this whole development because like the entire trans argument, I remember for years, it was like a small thing. It was an incredibly small, uh, some people had debates over it, but like no one really gave a shit. And then suddenly in the past, what, two years, it has just skyrocketed. And it really has become an outlet to say all of the things that we thought we were past, you know, because all of the arguments that are being made against trans people are just the same arguments rehashed against gay people. Like back, I don't know exactly when, but when straight became a term that, again, is now commonly accepted, um, people had the same reaction. People were like, oh, I'm not straight. I'm just normal. Those people are gay. You know, and and they, they had the same exact argument with the word straight. And I don't know if these people just forget or they just conveniently never actually accepted our argument and they just stopped fighting. And I think that's probably the the larger thing here is that the people who have, you know, the conservatives who have, you know, hopped on like gay people are okay. We're totally okay with the guys we promised, really, they never really accepted that. Never accepted the core of the argument that other, you know, members of society that don't uh, you know, participate in the norms are just as equally valid as they are. They just started saying that without believing it. And I think that this has become a lightning rod because it gives them the excuse to do that.
1: I feel like, you know, it was not too long ago. We were seeing a lot of these, you know, uh, bans going through state legislatures around the country, uh, gender-affirming care bans, drag bans, you know, uh, having any kind of representation being visible in schools, for instance. There was... There was some I guess like leaked discourse that was going on in the Tennessee state legislature, where a Tennessee state representative happened to just uh, say to one of you know their Democratic colleagues that the reason why this was happening, why all these like anti-trans legislations were coming through, was because it was just popular, and -hmm. it was good for fundraising, and it really makes me think about this story in particular, kind of in that context. It feels like the reason why people are saying something like, oh, cisgender, it's just another, cisgender is a slur. It feels like it's just another outlet for bigotry at the end of the day. You know, just trying mm-hmm. to find a way to continue to, as you were saying, to otherize, you know, the trans community. And I, I, I you know, it feels weird because obviously neither one of us are trans. We're trying to have this conversation. But I, I do think it's also important for people who aren't a part of the community to also be talking about this stuff and to be talking about all the different attacks that we are seeing around the around the country in several different forms in this case, in my, you know, coming from Twitter itself, I, I I really just hope that we can just find a way to recognize what this is, which is just, there are people who are trying to just reject the fact that the world's changing around them. And instead of just accepting the fact that there are other people out there that don't fit into their definition of what they consider to be quote unquote, normal. You know, mm-hmm. that they're willing to go ahead and just find ways to attack these people, marginalize these people, belittle these people, and just just move on with your lives. I mean, this honestly, it doesn't affect you whatsoever. And so I, I just, it, it's very frustrating to see that this discourse has continued to go on and on and on and on. And it feels as though it's nothing more than just a political tool for the for the conservative right right now, just to have something to attack. And this is their current thing to attack, but it's affecting so many people's lives. And I I truly feel for all those people who are constantly affected by this consistent marginalization, which is honestly making so many people unsafe. Yeah. And you're
0: really hitting the nail on the head here. And it's the reason that I talk about it so much, even though, you know, as I'm, you I'm I'm cis, right? I'm not trans, but I, and I used to be of the belief, I might've mentioned this here on the left wing before that this was a non-issue. We, it's a culture war stupid distraction that we shouldn't be fighting over um but it has dawned on me over the last year two years that like this isn't just a culture war thing it is a a platform for fascism it it is because they don't actually engage in this argument in, in in the same way that like a logical rational person would because i'll get comments You know, I make a lot of videos about this and I get comments in the videos like we had this term put on us without our permission. How dare you? And it's like, I'm sis, (laughs) I'm saying this like like you can't. But that's the thing to them. It's just a way to these are the enemies. People who think this way are the enemies because uh, I guess they're hurting children, you know, and it doesn't matter if you're actually trans, I get lumped in there. I'm a cisgender, straight. I'm as fucking straight as an arrow. I don't got a goddamn like fucking minority thing in me. (laughs) I am an upper middle class straight white guy. And yet I get attacked. I get fucking death threats over these videos. You know, and so like, that's the thing where it's like, if you're sitting on the sidelines right now, and you're going, oh, this doesn't affect me, you know, if you're a gay person, and you're like, ah, well, the, the, the trans people that this is their problem, or you're a black person, or you are a Jewish person, or you're any really other minority other than the, the majority that you know, takes over in a fascist e- ecosystem. This will eventually hit you like even me, As one of those, you know, people, just because I am advocating for the minority, I am lumped in with them. And they can warp their reasoning any which way to lump you in with them, too. And that's why I think this is, I'm going to be very, very hyperbolic with this, but this is kind of like a battle for the heart and soul of America. And like us people who aren't being directly affected by this. Need to be just as vocal so that the default, you know, mindset of those, you know, middle Americans who aren't, you know, the extreme, outright conservatives don't get pulled to that side. Because as soon as they do, there could be a lot of trouble. Um, we've already seen, you know, the legislation that's coming through that's denying, you know, access to healthcare for trans teens, which is going to end up with, you know, perfectly innocent people killing themselves for no reason. Um, and that's just going to keep getting worse. Um, if we don't do something very aggressive to stop it, because these people are in a fervor and they think that they represent the majority of American opinions on this. Like, if you look at their tweets, you look at their comments, they're like, oh, well, most people don't think this way. Like, They genuinely believe that, that most people think this is a slur, even though that is absurd on its face.
1: It's a chronically online take it just really is because you know if you're not chronically online you're not even thinking about this you know like whatsoever you know i mean how i mean Mm -hmm. the trans community is a very small community talking about like what like a couple million people in the country at the most and how often depending on where you live at in the country how often in your outside of your online life does this actually confront you in some way shape or form so to be seeking it out on this level, to be going online and typing out these giant, you know, like pieces about how upset you are about this. Like, how does this actually impact you? This is the thing like, I, I want like, yeah, like, to keep coming back to. Like, how does this actually impact? You. Like, you're not <laughs> actually this upset about this. Like, you didn't even know this was a word a couple of years ago. You're not that upset about <laughs> this. Like, you are looking for an outlet to be pissed off about something else. This really isn't impacting your life. Nothing that happens in a trans person's life is actually impacting you in any way, shape or form. And that's the thing that I was always trying to talk about before when it came to these issues in general, all of these, you know, Republican lawmakers who want to restrict access to gender affirming care, like like it's not your body, it's not your child. Like it has nothing to do with you. Like it's, it's just mind your own damn business. Like it really has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't. And so it just, yep. it's absolutely infuriating to me because you know if you really just peel the layers back, what are we really looking at? You're looking at a bunch of people who are pissed off that the world isn't the way they want it to be, and they're trying to find any like any way that they can think of to justify their hatred. That's really what it is. Are you really mad about the word cisgender or do you hate trans people?
0: <laughs> you We talked last week, Desmond, about the kernel of truth being taken to extreme proportions, right? And yeah. there's hardly even a kernel of truth there. But I, at least with this transition, I think that there is a legitimate question of, hey, when should transition happen? Should minors be able to consent to this? Um, I think that we should have to the opinions of the medical community on that. However, I do think that that is a valid question for a reasonable person to ask, right? That is the only like like piece of solid ground that could be stood on but they took that as a wedge and they're like a lot of people could agree with that they're like hmm, th- this does seem a little weird and then it has they've just continued to expand the platform now it's oh tr- trans people aren't actually you know that they, they are others we, we we don't have to recognize them as equal to ourselves they should have their own specific label we should be considered normal you know because fascists like to label the minority group in a very specific way right and 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 that's and they don't realize like, the average american doesn't realize you know it's, it's not right you know pipeline to fascism but like the the people who are pushing this the Matt Walshs the Michael Knowles you know the daily wire in general um that is what they intend to do like you can see it so fucking clear as day that they are taking the, they they're winning battles you know they 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 winning the Bud Light battle, right? Like that was a huge, massive stepping stone for them because they were able to affect change in the real world. And it's only going to keep getting worse from here. And, you know, I I think my message to people out there is talk with the people in your lives who feel this way. Um, because one of the big problems is that they get in a bubble and all they hear is this faulty logic and reasoning. And when you actually you know whatever it is when when we you know integrated schools and we integrate whatever whenever you integrate two different communities together there's a lot less you know tension between them um and where you see the highest amounts of you know racial divide is in communities that are mostly homogenous um and so the answer here isn't to ignore it and to just let the crazy people be crazy but it's to engage with them and let them know that no not all of america thinks this way you are in the minority group you are in the bubble.